Welcome to the Project Unchained podcast, where my special guests and I help you break free from the chains that hold you back from life's greatest experiences. The goal of this podcast is to educate people on self-care modalities that can and will improve your life if you commit to doing them. An effective self-care regimen is the single most important thing you can do for yourself to have a more extraordinary life experience. I'm your host, Ross Lepola, and I've spent the past several years of my life on a journey of healing and self-care after living many years chained down by my own limiting thoughts and beliefs. Now, I'm here to share what I have learned and to empower you to break free from the chains that hold you back from your unlimited potential. Let's get unchained. When you were lost in the woods, you were misunderstood by everyone, everyone. You were searching for words, but they came out absurd. And no one heard you, no one heard you speak your mind. They lost the This show is brought to you by The Belonging Blueprint. A strong sense of belonging is imperative to cultivating a life of joy, fulfillment, and purpose. With a strong sense of belonging, you will have the confidence it takes to do and create your life on your terms. It's time for you to break free from your self-limiting thoughts, your insecure thought patterns, and the social conditioning that keeps you from living your most authentic life. The Belonging Blueprint is a self-development course that has been designed to help you create the deepest sense of belonging within yourself. Guided along the way by myself, Ross Lepola, you will grow to a place that leaves you empowered to experience life on your terms. You can join me and others in a private community that will support you on your journey of personal growth and development. To get more information and to enroll, you can click the link in the show notes. You belong here. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Project Unchained. I'm so grateful to be here again, and I'm so grateful for you to be joining me today. As this project continues to grow, so do I, and I intend for this show to add value to your growth as well. It's been a lot of fun and an honor and a privilege to to keep doing this. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's been a bit surreal to have gotten to this point where I am, as I've been reflecting a bit here the past couple of weeks Thinking about it just a few years ago, I was still constantly gripped with such uh, high levels of fear and self-doubt that public speaking, thinking about trying to do a podcast, any of that kind of stuff. No freaking way, man. Give me my comfort zone. Give me my TV. Give me my video games. All that kind of crap. It just I, I wouldn't have the I didn't have the ability to just do or create what I wanted to. I didn't have any awareness around it. So it's really cool. And now as I've been creating this podcast, I, I've had to learn a lot along the way. I, I didn't know how to create a podcast. Just I had to learn. It was something completely new. And as I'm doing that, I start wondering, like, what else am I capable of? Wow. Like, this is this is really cool. This is a big shift in life. And a lot of that really led to the ideas and creations behind the belonging blueprint. So it's been super cool to get to the point where I was able to launch and, and release the Belonging Blueprint. Uh, I encourage you to check it out. There's the, the link in the show notes to the 
the page that'll tell you all about it. I'm super excited about it. I really believe that it will help a lot of people find an internal sense of belonging, find a way to feel good about themselves and have the ability to, to do something wild and outside of their comfort zone, whatever that might be. And I thought it was super fitting as well that I was got to the point where, where I actually announced it and, and made that live release on my mom's episode. I felt like the, the synchronicity of that was pretty amazing. And so today I, I want to reflect on a few things from my mom's episode and a couple of things that hit me um, quite quite a bit. Um, <laughs> I suppose the first one's banking, uh, kind of literal and figurative that it hit me. But uh, it, I thought it was interesting when she was talking about her childhood and being spanked by by her dad and how she, she didn't want to bring that forward into her parenting, yet she did end up bringing it forward into her parenting. And both my sister and I were spanked. And I start wondering, like, well, why? If she didn't want to, then why did that come forward? Why, why did she participate in that type of behavior? Well, that's the pattern, right? That's something that we get conditioned to by our environment. It's something that a lot of times if it's done to us or around us, it's something that we're going to do. I think about it like the old saying, do as I say, not as I, yeah, do as I say, not as I do. Like, that's just a crock of shit. It lacks all integrity. It doesn't align. Like our kids are going to do what we do. So when our parents bank, that's going to create that pattern. It's going to create that conditioning. And so that's exactly why she did. She was conditioned to, it got, it got patterned into her behavior and she, that's all she knew. And so if we think about it, the work we're doing right now, right here on this podcast, it, this is the effort to undo a lot of that shit. This is the effort to elevate our consciousness so we can bring awareness to our patterns and our behaviors and our actions. And this way, when we bring that awareness, we can choose to act on the patterns that we want to, not the ones that were instilled into us, into our subconscious. When we elevate the consciousness and bring awareness to our patterns, so that we can shape them into the ones we desire. We can shape them into the ones that bring us joy, that bring us fulfillment, that allow us to connect with other people. What do you want them to look like? So I think about how that might look and reflecting on my life and recalling back to some of the stories with Ian, which I talked about Ian a lot back in episode nine, The Freedom of Authenticity. And that was a pretty emotional episode. It still gets pretty emotional to think about Ian, and I definitely miss the little guy. You know, I, I think about where I was in my life, and I back then I definitely was not not as clear in a mental state. I was not in a good place, particularly just myself, but also the relationship with Megan. I hadn't started doing any of the work for myself yet. I was still very much a product of my environment. I didn't have the consciousness. So I did spank him. I did. We did participate in spanking him. And it's not something that I'm proud of. But the thing is, we can grow. We can choose to grow. And as I've grown to a different place in a different space where I am now, I have that awareness. 
And I can say that I've not one time ever, nor will I ever spank Rosalie. Hell, I've never even been tempted. Like, it's just not even, it's not even a, an option ever. Like, it's been really interesting to think about how different of a place in mental health I am compared to back then and what that does for me and how that allows me to be a more positive parent. And it's something I'm really fucking proud of in all honesty. Uh, and it's really cool. And we have to, at the end of the day, we have to take responsibility for our actions, our patterns and our behaviors. You know, while it may have been acceptable at some point and it was acceptable back then or whatever for, for spanking, that doesn't mean it has to be now. Does it feel good to spank your kid? No, then don't fucking do it. You know, and at the end of the day, what does spanking do? All it does is block a child's sense of belonging. You know, if a, a, a child's safe space is supposed to be with their parent, and how safe is a child going to be if they're being hit? For for what reason? For bad behavior? Well, maybe that bad behavior was them trying to communicate some kind of pain or hurt in them that they just didn't have the language to do or speak. So then they get spanked for that. Like that that's gonna do all kinds of crazy things. So but you know, we could ran, ramble on about that and spanking for a long time because there's all kinds of layers within that. Uh, but the main point there is that it uh, it blocks a child's sense of belonging. And oftentimes it's it's not consciously chosen. It's acceptable because it was a pattern. Uh, and we can choose to break those patterns. The other thing that stood out to me that I want to hit on before we think about like corrective action, before we think about things that can uh, help us empower us to change the patterns, there's a, a control aspect with correcting and directing. So when we got home from Christmas, as we were getting in the car, getting back to the airport and getting ready to leave, um, I, I was pulling around a corner in the parking lot in the airport and like I, I hit the brakes and the brakes were kind of like sticky and it jolted us forward a little bit. And Vanessa gave me a comment about, you know, to drive careful or safe or something like that. And I got snippy at her. I got really defensive about her telling me how to drive. Like, especially for me and my perspective in that moment, it was like sticky brakes that were the problem. I didn't like slam on the brakes. It was just very sensitive. So it, it gave that jolt. And I was just I didn't want to be told what to do. And as we talked about it with her help as my mirror, I was able to better understand that I had reached my limit for correcting and directing my mom. I love her to death, but she likes to tell me, she likes to tell a lot of us what to do, which in turn drives me to like to boss people around as, as well. In all honesty, I, I get that from her and I, I just, I had enough the, the day, like that day, I remember I was going to warm my lunch up and she was telling me how to warm my lunch up. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, I'm a fucking grown ass man. Stop telling me how to warm up my lunch. I'll warm it up however I want to warm it up. So just little, little micro infractions like that, even, even when they're intended from a good place, that correction and direction and that control over somebody else, it, it's not, it, it's not often taken well. So I think about 
that and, and kind of reflect like why. So because oftentimes for me, it can be helpful to understand like where things come from. And this was one of those moments, the conversation with Vanessa, reflecting on the podcast episode that I recorded with my mom and hearing some of her story helped me connect with why. I suspect that a big part of my mom's levels of directing people ties to when my dad took the Christmas decorations out with the trash. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, go listen to that because that's an incredibly important story. And like my dad accidentally threw out the Christmas decorations while my mom was in the midst of arguably, arguably one of the hardest things she'll ever have endured. You know, her, she just gave birth to her stillborn daughter and my dad threw all the Christmas decorations away after she told him what to do. And so I can understand from that where she might be operating from something it's kind of akin to PTSD. You know, she just lost her daughter. She told my dad to take the trash out on the left-hand side, not the right-hand side, and he takes all of it out. He didn't listen to her directions. So now there get, can get instilled this neurological pathway to provide a direction, constant direction, so that nobody does it wrong or in a way that would elicit throwing the Christmas decorations away. And so I can see that. I can understand how that event would have led to that development for my mom. I can understand how that moment in time created a need to provide a high level of direction for people to do things. And the thing is, is when I can connect with some of that stuff, then I can release it and releasing that which no longer serves me. Because I think about it too, like <laughs> what a, a big source of some of my hardship. I think back to when I was a kid and when I got picked on and bullied, I got called Ross the boss a lot and I fucking hated it. I hated it. There was just something about it. Every time I'd hear it, it, it like just struck a nerve and struck a chord just right. And I absolutely hated it. It drove me nuts. And you know, I can see where I earned that pattern. I can see where I earned that name because I had that pattern. And in me connecting with this, I can create more of a release to that. And I can adjust my pattern to one that I want and one that I choose. Of course, that is if I want to. Maybe correcting and directing does serve a purpose. But I, the biggest thing is just being aware of that and, and knowing when it does serve and when it doesn't serve. And as I think about it with correcting and directing and what that can do is that can block a, a child's sense of belonging, right? If it empowers kids to have choice, it empowers them to be autonomous. It empowers them to go pick what they want to wear or pick what plate they want to eat off of or pick their chair at the dinner table or pick where they, we eat if it's inside or outside of the deck or something along those lines. But giving them that choice really provides them with a sense of belonging. Same thing with like if they're working on an art project and just letting them create whatever it is that they want to create. It doesn't matter if they're cutting the circle out in a circle. It doesn't matter if they're coloring in the lines. Let them be. 
like removing that correcting and directing has definitely helps a lot with Rosalie and I's connection. And I can tell she doesn't want that. Do you want to get bossed around? Ask yourself that question. Do you enjoy being bossed around? Do you enjoy when other people correct and direct you? You know, I'm going to guess not. I've never heard of anybody that, (laughs) that enjoys a backseat driver. So choose differently. That's again, you know, that's what a lot of this is about is, is bringing consciousness to our patterns, to our behaviors and our actions so that we can learn to make better choices, learn to make choices that help suit us. The other thing that I really wanted to bring up from that episode with my mom is a good point. You know, we feel like maybe the first two are kind of beaten up on my mom, but the most important one is her unconditional love. And I'm so very fortunate to have that and to have that from my mom and to have my mom. I love her. I love her so much. And I know that she loves me very much. I I know she loves me unconditionally. And I think when you listen closely to that episode, you can hear that. You can hear that she loves both of her kids with unconditional love, loves all three of her kids because sister Susan, obviously, you know, if you listen to the episode, she's not here, but it's still that still exists. And that's likely I mean, that's why all that's so hard for a mom, for for a dad, too, I'm sure. Um, But I think about that episode in particular in in some moments when she really clearly showed that unconditional love. And when I asked her about what she thought if her relationship with her daughter, with my sister, Jessica, would where that would be had she not had the conversation she had with her at family day. And I thought it was really amazing that my mom said that she didn't need that family day conversation. She didn't need that. She didn't need it. She didn't need that conversation to forgive her. She just moved on. She just loved her no matter what. I think about when I first told my mom that I was entering a non-monogamous relationship and she said something along the lines that she doesn't understand, but as long as I'm happy, then she's happy for me and that she loves me no matter what. I love you no matter what. Such an important, profound sentence. It's one that Vanessa and I tell tell Rosalie a lot. And I think that's really important and helps instill a sense of belonging for her, for any of us, when we have that unconditional love. You know, there's all kinds of memes and fun jokes about, you know, your dog having unconditional love. And, you know, you, you lock your dog and your wife in a trunk of a car and come back later and open the door to see which one loves you most and your dog's happy to see you and your wife's pissed off at you. Well, duh. I mean, you're doing something that wasn't very, very nice or kind, but that doesn't mean that that anger that she doesn't love you. I mean, maybe it does because that's pretty shitty if you lock her in the trunk, but you get the point. It's unconditional love. We, We love them no matter what. I think it's really important when we talk about cultivating a sense of belonging, especially in our children, that we love them no matter what. Like, it's so important to, in the moment, in the heat of the moment, when they're being a bad kid, misbehaving kid, that we still express love for them. So today's tool, I think it's really important that we revisit a little bit of acceptance and forgiveness I talked quite a bit about forgiveness in episode 19. That was the the tool in episode 19. 
a really cool opportunity to revisit that as there is a, a fun meditation in that episode for forgiveness. And then I also went into great depth on episode 14 and acceptance. So uh, if you haven't yet listened to that, I would encourage you to check it out. When we talk about acceptance and forgiveness, though, in, in this light, in this context, in this conversation, it's not my job to change my mom. It's not my job to change anybody, but in this context, it's not my job to change my mom. It's not my job to harbor old feelings towards my mom. Part of changing my own patterns and behaviors to shaping them to what I want comes from fully accepting my mom exactly how she is, seeing her for who she is and what she is, forgiving her for her mistakes. So we all make them. That's part of being human. There's no such thing as a human that's going to act or be or do perfection. Perfection is outside of the realm of possibility. So acceptance and forgiveness become really important. And acceptance and forgiveness in this instance is, in any instance really, is no longer wanting the past to be any different. You're accepting it as it happened and thusly letting it go. And letting go of any anger or hatred or hurt energy. And when we let that go, we, we're letting it go because it no longer serves us any purpose or fulfillment or joy. None of those feelings serve us. Why is this really important? Your mother is your first woman you will ever love. Choosing not to accept or forgive will only bind your hurt energy into your actions and behaviors, and that will be carried forth into your life and your experiences. So it's incredibly important that we choose full acceptance and forgiveness. Doing this will allow you to create a shift and change in your life to how you want it to be. The possibilities of your creation become endless when you choose that acceptance, when you choose that forgiveness. Not choosing that, you're going to bind that hatred, bind that hurt, and bind that anger. And you're not going to be able to open. And it's important to know that it's a choice to hold on to that or to let it go. What do you choose? Do you choose to hold on to that? Do you choose to let it go? Do you choose acceptance? Do you choose forgiveness? Here's what I choose. I choose to fully accept my mom for who she is, wholly and completely, just as she is. I forgive my mom wholly and completely for anything that may have caused me pain and hurt in my past. I understand where that comes from. I understand that it's an expression of some of her inner hurt and her inner pain. And it is in this acceptance and forgiveness that I'm empowered to move forward from this space in love and openness. And I move forward with a deep sense of belonging. A quick note about the Project Unchained podcast. I'm not a doctor nor a therapist. I'm just a driven guy who has seen firsthand what this healing journey can do for the quality of a person's life experiences. The ideas and concepts I share with you are a result of my own ongoing journey and that of my guests. I truly want you to live a more free and empowered life. This is my gift to you. Thanks for joining Project Unchained today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. And if the tools you've learned have helped you, please consider leaving a review so that this show ends up higher in search results. By doing that, you can help me help others get unchained. If you know someone who specifically would benefit from today's episode, please share it with them directly. If what I'm discussing on the show resonates with you and you'd like to chat, please do reach out. I respond to all messages. You can find me on Instagram at Ross.Lepola, and I'm on Facebook, Ross Lepola. My email is in the show notes. Lastly, 
I want to give a special thank you to my very talented cousin, Galen Lee, for the intro and outro music for this podcast. The song is Lost in the Woods from her 2018 album, Learning How to Stay. You can find Galen's albums on Bandcamp, Spotify, and ViolinScratches.com. Until next time, I hope you live your life a little more unchained. Give yourself away.